All right, all right, you guys. Let me say hi to the chat. Here we go. We are at the 44th episode of The Watch Frogs. Very happy to be here. I'm still riding solo. I communicated with my indispensable co-host, Cheese, and he will be back next week. He's still on hiatus. We got quite a bit to talk about uh, today. Uh, what's going on here? We got uh, quite a bit on the docket, but before we get to the stories, before we get to what I really want to get to, uh, we are going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, show all my links. So we are live currently on Trovo D Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch.tv. And for those who want that audio only experience, thanks to our partnership with Spotify slash Anchor.fm, we are on. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, of course, and anywhere else where you would like to listen to audio-only podcasts. Links, of course, are in the description. Also, if you want to join our community, link is in the description to our Discord channel. And, of course, we have a Locals page. Please support us. The money will go towards Cheese's brand new computer build so he can uh, make content and stuff. So, with that being said, let's talk about what we have on the docket. <clears throat> So we're going to be talking about Ron DeSantis and his failure to launch. Oof. The, I mean, even Joe Biden, the the dork in office right now who was installed, he uh, even he was taking shots at DeSantis and those shots landed. It was pretty embarrassing. We're going to be going over the Rainbow Mafia and their fear of the conservative backlash. And uh, we're we're on the brink of Pride Month. So we're at the very end of February or at, I apologize, end of May. And uh, in just a couple of days, it's going to be June and even worse than Pride Month, Juneteenth. So next month is going to get incredibly ghetto. Uh, we're going to be talking about Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably never see the movie, uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about it and what a stinker it is. Uh, we got some uh, some good news coming out of uh, Nevada. The Nevada has actually my my home state is uh, trending because of uh, the legislative session. There was a hate crime bill that was struck down. We'll get into it. Um, some New York City Karen updates. Really interesting stuff. And of course, the Biden campaign. Uh, they're they're getting they're getting ready for twenty twenty four. Uh, as as should everybody else, and it's going to be pretty damn interesting to see uh, to see what they're up to, what their thought process is, and uh, I'm going to give you my thoughts on that. And of course, we got some street beef to talk about. Let's get into some lighthearted stuff before we dive into the stories. Uh, so I got some stuff bookmarked here. Uh, let's see, where is it? Yeah. Uh, so we got Leafy versus Destiny. Oh my goodness, uh, this is hilarious to me. Let's just go ahead and watch this uh, this clip really quick, and let's discuss. All right, where's the audio? Is my audio dead? The fuck is going on? Hold up, guys. My, uh, I think this is, uh, wigging out. Can't hear you. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, fucking aim. Ah. Do, 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 do. Okay. All right. Everything should be working now. Everything should be working now. Uh, let's see. The newly connected device has outdated drivers. Click for details. Okay. That's my Bluetooth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this thing took a fat shit on me. Very annoying. Very annoying. 
Uh, please let me know if you guys can hear me. Sad face. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pump the brakes really quick. The the duct tape continued. Fortunately, we were like barely a minute into the show, and that's when the mixer decided not to work. Uh, I, dude, something is going on with this road mixer in Windows 10. I don't know what it is, but it's it's almost making me want to upgrade to Windows 11 if it means never having these issues again. Thank you so much, Cheese, for that. Yep, I can hear now. Yeah, um, while I was doing my spiel, the I got a notification on the bottom right-hand corner of the computer, and it's all like, oh, yeah, we got an issue. Uh, the USB bullshit just stopped working. And I'm like, really? Right in the middle of it? I notice that always happens when I go into Road Central while I have OBS up. All I did was uh, I turned up the brightness. I should have done it on the console. I should have known better not to open up Road Central while I'm streaming. Uh, lesson learned, I suppose. Uh, I guess I'll just have to stitch together the minute and uh, the minute that I was recording in this. All right. So where did he leave off at? Oh, yeah. Street beef. Street beef. Um, the, one of the first things I wanted to talk about was uh, this this drama going on between Leafy and uh, what's I'm going to call it? Leafy and Destiny. Destiny is very upset because of some of the content that Leafy is uh, posting. Here's a really short clip, and then we're going to go ahead and react to it. Why do you hate him so much? The, the guy was like, after I, so I refu- I didn't want to do any kind of with him initially, just because he's like falling off and I don't care, whatever. Um, and he, now he just, he does like the edgiest shit possible. The guy was on, I thought about contacting my Rumble dude to get him permabanned from fucking Rumble. Um, actually, you know what? If he has a contract with Rumble, I might look into those streams and I might actually pull with Chris and see if I can't get him revoked. What I was told, and I don't follow his shit because he's a fucking loser, but I was told was that he was streaming nudes of my wife on fucking Rumble because neither <laughs> of us could do content with him. This fucking insane. If he was actually showing that on stream, I don't know. Maybe I will shoot a message and find out. Like, that's fucking wild and disgusting. I like how uh, Destiny gets more offended at somebody sharing nude, uh, allegedly nude photos of his wife as opposed to men uh, lining up outside the master bedroom taking turns with his wife uh, while he's in the corner watching. Uh, very funny how that works. Again, uh, I, Leafy did nothing wrong, and I went to go and check on Leafy's channel. He's getting a lot of views despite his uh, sub count. It's not that high, but his view count is. And uh, Cool Hand James was posting like these hilarious images of uh, some of the titles of the show. So goddamn funny. I am obviously on Team Leafy here because Destiny is a communist and a cuck. Um, and Leafy is hilarious. I think that is so. <laughs> I mean, it's really, you know, really uh, testing to see just how committed uh, Destiny is to this like polyamorous lifestyle, this, you know, very degenerate lifestyle, uh, you know, basically showing the content that his wife, Melina, willingly posts on her own social media pages. Uh, but apparently it's wrong when Leafy does it, but when it's like a strange man in his bedroom, it's okay. Very funny shit. I can't, uh, I, I was just laughing. There's, there's a lot more, but I can't really share too much of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Destiny the Hall Monitor, if you upset him in any way, he's going to reach out to YouTube. He's going to reach out to Rumble, and he's going to get you banned. Team, we need to add Storm uh, some cheese to the stream. Hey, AC, yeah, no, uh, cheese will be coming back next week. He's just he's still on a hiatus. He needed that break. Uh, we talked about it. I actually talked with him earlier today, and uh, we were discussing whether or not we were going to have like a wa- like a viewing watch party type thing to watch Little Mermaid together. But uh, it is so horrendously bad. Uh, we I don't think we can stomach it. 
uh, I, I ended up watching me and cheese and, and a few of the fellows, we ended up watching, uh, what that, the new Scooby-Doo show, uh, together. And that was like 25 minutes, 28 minutes long. And that was really rough for me, man. It's really, really hard to watch some of that, some of this new modern shit. And, uh, it's no fun. It's no fun. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's just, uh, it's really difficult to do. Uh, but that won't stop me from making fun of the film, even though I've never, uh, watched it and never, and I probably never will or else. All right. Uh, so what else do we got here? Uh, we have Dick Masterson versus Eric July. Eric July recently had uh, a lot of success launching this comic book. Uh, I think it's called Isom or Elsom. I, I don't, I don't know. The name is kind of stupid to me, but, uh, yeah. Eric July writes, you not liking the story does not make it mediocre. At least be honest with the shit. This isn't some shit coming from some genuine interest or form of criticism. The crack smoker simply dislikes that other people like me and, uh, okay, you can't write, and are having fun that they feel I'm unworthy of as corny. Uh, I don't even know what he's trying to write. This is, but I didn't get the invite. I guess I'm not part of the fellows. I guess you. <laughs> I'm sorry, AC. No, I mean, we were just discussing it. We were just spitballing it. We were just spitballing ideas, but it never came to fruition. Um, they had that watch party, the Little Mermaid watch party. It was just, it was too much, man. It was too much. All right. So, of course, uh, Dick Masterson replies, I'm a crack smoker. Eric, you need basic lessons in story structure, conflict, character development, plot. I, some, number one, had none of those. I don't care if you get better, but you're not toppling Hollywood with that shit. And, I mean, there was a, a, a large, massive back and forth. And I'll say this about Eric July. I don't know Eric July at all. I don't, I'm not interested in his comic book. I've seen snippets here or there. Uh, there's just something about the campaign or or like the, the, this idea that you would consume a product to like own the libs, and that was like the whole point of the the, the this fundraising event to to raise money to make a comic book that isn't going to cater to the the far leftist orthodoxy or to the Democratic Party or any of that nonsense. Um, but the good thing about it, uh, Puniti, I like turtles. Hey, what's going on, Mac the Snapper? Welcome. Yeah. Uh, what, what I what I. <sighs> Here, here's what I see. Here's what I see. There, the the good thing about what Eric July did is there is a desire. There's a there's a want from from just regular people to to consume regular media to consume good content. Unfortunately, I don't think Isom or Elsom or whatever that is. I don't think that's it. Uh, there was a clip earlier. I, I I lost it. I don't know where to find it. Where Dick Masterson was on a stream with Rakita and he's calling out what a shitty comic book the the Eric July thing is and. One of the, I think Nina, what was her name? Nina Infinity. She said that, oh, it's good. It's good. You're just being a hater. And he's like, well, what do you like about it? Dick was asking everybody, what do people like about this this uh, comic book? What is appealing about it? And nobody can answer that question. Nobody can say why this thing is good. And he's 100% right. He's 100% right. Uh, I think consuming products just because people that we agree with make it is probably a bad idea. Uh, wanting it to be good is one thing. Uh, supporting it is another. But, you know, pretending that it's good, uh, that's a no-go zone for me. Uh, let's see. AOC 07. Mac, uh, what's going on, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got we got a lot of cool people in the house tonight. Um, like, like uh, what, what's her name? Gina Carano. She did that, uh, she did that shitty uh, Star Wars show. And then she ended up in an even shittier movie on the Daily Wires network. And that thing was a total flop. And there were a lot of people pretending like it was groundbreaking and there was something profound going on there. And that's just not the case, you guys. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Uh, Eric July probably means well. I think the success is, uh, of his uh, comic book fundraising is a good thing. I'm not going to bother to read the comic book or, or trash on it just because, uh, again, I just don't think it's for me. 
wanting to support that thing just you know to own the libs is not a good idea and again i i much like dick masterson i've yet to find anybody who said anything good about it so eric july has been uh melting down for three days calling uh dick masterson and his fans uh you know crack smokers and shit and he was like struggling <laughs> to read on his stream and uh and again they're trying to pretend that like dick masterson didn't give this thing a fair shake he read the comic book granted he stole it which is fucking hilarious. Uh, but, uh, you know, he read it. He gave it a fair shake and it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Uh, much like everything the Daily Wire does, uh, art wise, not good. Um, a lot of these uh, conservative right wing uh, fundraising things to make movies and stuff, none of them are good. Like My Son Hunter, that movie, terrible movie, terrible movie. And I'm tired of people pretending that this stuff is good. Um, you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, I want them to succeed. They're just, it's just not likely that it will. Uh, what else did I want to go over? Let's check these bookmarks really quick. All right. All right. Yeah, we're going to get into some DeSantis stuff. It's uh, it's getting pretty wild, man. Uh, apparently, California has swung in the direction of President Trump. California Republican primary polling trends by UC Berkeley. So in February of this year, 2023, DeSantis was at 37% and Trump was at 29 We are now in May. As of doing the stream, we are in May. Trump is now plus 18. Uh, he's at 44 points and the sentence is at 26. Uh, there was a net 26 point swing towards Trump. Uh, but that, uh, that's pretty pathetic for DeSantis. Yeah. Most movies these days suck. Oh yeah. No, most movies these days do suck. Mac the snapper. Most of them are just, they're not worth watching. Most media is just fucking garbage. It's soulless. It's all the same bullshit. None of it is interesting. It's not even fun. Like at least before like the, the woke craziness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, at least some of those movies are fun. I know like Cape shit is kind of cringe, but there were like a few movie experiences that I had growing up and the best times of my life. Well, I don't know about the best times of my life, but some of the most fun I've had in a movie theater was the Avengers, Django Unchained and Forgetting Sarah Marshall absolutely wonderful movie experiences. And I don't think I'm ever going to feel the way that I felt watching those films ever again. Uh, that's a bygone era. Having a good time at the movie theaters with friends, a bygone era. It's not going to happen anymore. Uh, everything is just, you know, it's all ideological. It's all agenda pushing and it's not fun. It's not interesting. And, uh, and it's not, it's not even worth my time. I'd rather do anything, uh, like making puppets. I've been creating puppets cause I got a free sewing machine. Uh, these are the hands, uh, I'm putting this thing together, uh, slowly, but surely, uh, I got to redo the body. I got to redo the, the, the fabric or the skin for the head. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with the puppets. They're obviously, I'm going to make them say offensive shit like the no, no word. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but, uh, I, I think I'm going to start off to, like doing short videos with them, uh, doing shorts, doing reels, uh, that sort of thing. TikTok vids, whatever, uh, test out the software, see what I can do. And, uh, really, really, uh, put my uh, editing chops to the, uh, put it to the test, put a, you know, put myself out there and see what I can do. Bros make it. Public. I know, dude, look at, look at the dude. I made this by hand. I made these by hand. Um, I just learned how to sew in like a day and, uh, I got a a sewing machine. It's a Kenmore. It's a vintage sewing machine. The 158. It came out in the late sixties, early seventies. And back then it was about, I think it was around $150 their money with inflation. It's, it's probably worth a lot more. And I, uh, 
and a, and a used one right now, like on eBay, is like about 150 bucks. And and ones that are, and that's like in fair condition. Mine's in excellent condition. It's been used maybe like three or four times. The thing is like brand new. It is so crazy. And I spent like literally an entire night trying to dial the thing in. I was like sewing through like like multiple pieces of fabric, like t-shirts and stuff. And it was just like it was a it was a pain in the ass to get it to work. And then I found a manual and I had to fucking pay for it, which is lame. But uh, man, but I got it to work. I got it to work, and I made these wonderful hands. Um, I had the body somewhere behind me, but uh, yeah, it's I'm gonna do some fun stuff with it, man. I'm super excited about it, and um, I'm gonna be designing the cutting out a T-shirt somewhere behind me, and I got this little patch. I'm gonna put that on the on the front of the T-shirt, you know. The, so this character that I'm doing, he's gonna be like the edgy guy. He's gonna be like the main character, and uh, I don't know what the N is gonna stand for. Represent. I just I have a bunch of these, so I'm just gonna throw that on there. It's gonna look cool, you know. Just give it some personality, give it some flair, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, you guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and uh, I've just been having a blast with this. I've been having, a, <laughs> I've been having way too much fun creating stuff. It's so, it's like it just ignited something in me. Uh, make them do the. The no, don't touch me there. This is my Nona Square, as you refer to companies trying to evade in your mind with books. I might. Um, again, I have some ideas. Like, I want to do like funny skits with the puppets. I uh, have the the puppets do you know like own videos, like really quick, uh, snarky responses to things, and it's gonna be hilarious. Again, I got like this very fancy green screen. I already got the lighting. I already got really great microphones. And, um, I have, uh, like this, like Rode XLR plus thingy attaches to my mixer and it'll attach to my lavalier and I can do a bunch of crazy stuff. And I also got voice mod, uh, on my PC. I paid 40 bucks for it. It was on sale on Memorial day weekend. So I can be doing voices for them properly, but I can also do voice acting. So we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully I can get this thing done, uh, probably by the weekend. Uh, it's just, I got other things going on. Uh, I got to do some, uh, install some light fixtures. Um, I got to do some office, boring office stuff, uh, for the rest of the weekend. Not only that, I got visitors coming next week, so I do got to get my house super duper cleaned and get it ready for my very special guest. Um, so with that being said, let me just quickly go through this because, uh, yeah, I just want to talk about some of that street beef. Oh, yeah. Uh, Seth Dillon of the Babylon Bee. Um, damn, dude. This guy ended up firing the VP of marketing. Uh, this is just an interesting tweet. I, I don't know why this is bookmarked. I don't know what that means. I am a why do you think my post about trans activists was about Jew? <laughs> uh, why isn't the Christian Babylon be run by a Christian? Oh, oh, John Miller. That's an interesting question. I don't know if you should ask that. That's like a, a crime. I think uh, I did not cease having uh, Ashkenazi blah. When I put my faith in Jesus Christ, it's also a <clears throat> oh shit, dude. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, so uh, Gavin Mario Wax, a very popular Trump supporter whose popularity is only growing after he's been fired from the Babylon Bee, the satire website. I have no problem with my for uh, former colleagues using occasional vulgarity to express themselves. It's normal. We are human. I think it's wrong that I am being treated by a different set of standards and being publicly attacked by my former employer. Uh, did she work for the B then and have the B in her bio or those old tweets? Did you really say a bad word? I haven't attacked you. I responded to how you publicly engage and demean others by saying, I don't want you representing us anymore. 
Um, somebody asked, Butterboy lives a tortured existence. Did you seriously fire someone just because they don't support DeSantis? No, I did not. No, I don't believe him. I don't believe uh, believe this guy at all. So essentially, Gavin Mario Wax responded to Christina Pushaw, who's running the, the DeSantis campaign, and he asked, what the F is your problem? And then Satillan asked Gavin, what is your problem? And then he fires him and he tells him to remove the B from his uh, bio and that he's no longer a part of the organization. And then of course people were coming with receipts showing the hypocrisy of Seth Dillon. I didn't know Seth Dillon owned the B. I remember occasionally seeing him here and there on Tim Pool's uh, show. And uh, yeah, this is pretty upsetting. This is pretty damning. And again, uh, Gavin Mario Wax didn't like, in- as far as I know, he wasn't insulting Christina Pushaw. He wasn't calling her mean, nasty names or engaging in some kind of weird, nasty pettiness. Um, they were, they had a back and forth and it was kind of contentious. Seth Dillon ended up firing Gavin Mario Wax. Gavin Mario Wax now has a new job working for another individual. Uh, I forgot who, like Rashim something. Anyways, yeah, Seth Dillon is a hypocrite. And again, uh, we were led to believe that, uh, the Babylon Bee is like a Christian satire website. Well, the person running it does not appear to be a Christian at all. Um, so yeah, Seth Dillon, uh, is, uh, Team DeSantis, unfortunately, and the Babylon Bee is not what it appears to be. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. I like Gavin. I think Gavin's kind of a cool dude. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what's going on, man. We'll see what's going on with that. Let's go ahead and di- dive into our first story. So that's enough of the street beef. Uh, let's see what do we got here. All right. So uh, on the topic of DeSantis, on the topic of Twitter, uh, Twitter's disastrous Ron DeSantis space launches a barrage of memes. So Governor DeSantis ended up running, has officially uh, thrown his hat into the ring, and he is going to run for president in 2024. However, uh, it was very unusual the way that he launched his presidential campaign. It was on the Internet. It was on Twitter in a Twitter space. And it was a disaster. It was so bad. Even sleepy, creepy Joe Biden ended up dunking on Meatball DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. And those blows landed, uh, you know, uh, the the. The uh, so-called president, uh, he ended up pulling a funny, probably the only time he actually got a chuckle out of me. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis chose to launch his presidential campaign on Twitter spaces, an ill-fated decision hyped up uh, by comically inept Twitter CEO Elon Musk, who has made several tweaks to Twitter's increasingly glitchy interface and fired up to 80% of Twitter's workforce. Uh, yeah, by the way, all those people were useless. For the most part, Twitter works perfectly fine. Of course, DeSantis's event proved a disaster marked by long periods of awkward silence and echoing audio with the mobile app repeatedly crashing the failure inspired the hashtag disaster when the disaster is d-e-s-a-s it's very funny play on words there uh hold on, let me zoom in so i can read this a little better uh to trend on the site all right so uh let's see elon just said i'd like to introduce ron and there was an echo like it was mocking him i'd like to introduce ron and then uh he said i've never seen anything like this before and the echo said i've never seen anything like this before and then my app crashed again (laughs) ha (laughs) ha Part of today will be turning off the microservices bloat where less than 20% are actually needed for uh, Twitter to work. Interesting. Uh, ben Collins writes, fewer than 500,000 people are trying to listen to this Ron DeSantis campaign launch on Twitter spaces, and it is crashing everyone's phones. Imagine what would happen if a large amount of people actually showed up. Uh, Ron DeSantis' campaign launch. Take a look, y'all. Image four, uh, 4346. I don't know what that is. 
Uh, let's see, Mike Ducker. I love the spin that Elon and DeSantis broke the internet because Twitter servers kept crashing. It's like calling the time I left my plastic spatula too close to the stove. Breaking the food industry. Very great analogy. I like that. Laughing my ass off. I've had uh, 225,000 live uh, concurrence. Uh, no problem on my individual Twitch channel. Meanwhile, Twitter spaces can't handle 270K people at the moment. Just awful. Hilarious. That's Hassan Piker. Imagine being dunked on by... Uh, Kami, uh, Kami Muslim, uh, anti-American, anti uh, just dipshit like Hassan Piker. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, let's see, we had more people join when I played Among Us. Ouch. Oof, I didn't even read that one. David Sachs just ludicrously made up that Ron DeSantis Twitter space was the largest group that has ever met online. There are 100,000 people in this thing. That is 100% false. I don't even know. Hit that like button, guys. Yeah, that's right. Let me get those likes, please. I sincerely appreciate it. Let's see. Uh, just more people dunking on him. Let me see. Is the Ron DeSantis thing here? Laura Loomer. Oh, yeah. Ron DeSantis is 100% on the spectrum. Can we finally talk about this? Wrong dispatcher. Okay, I disavow this. This is a very hateful speech from Laura Loomer. I disavow. Uh, okay, here's one of the memes. By David Wolf, failure to launch. And then, of course, there's a sad face of Elon Musk and DeSantis. Of course, Elon Musk is famous for launching shit into space and then it crashing back to Earth uh, in a spectacular fashion. Ron DeSantis is learning what happens when you launch things with Elon Musk. And there's a picture of an explosion in the sky. Uh, oh, even secular cock Kyle Kalinske uh, is posting uh, this very lukewarm, very safe for work meme where I guess a woman is propping up Ron DeSantis and the woman is Elon Musk. Uh, very funny. Uh, let's see. Donald Trump, of course, joins in on the memeing. Very, very tasteful. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to play that audio. It's got a picture of Hortler. I don't want to get banned. Uh, he just destroyed Ron and Elon. Okay, so more people are just retweeting uh, the Twitter space post from President Trump. Uh, yeah, so you guys get the point. This is absolutely disastrous for Ron DeSantis. And all these DeSantis bros, these DeSantis fans, were saying that once he announces, once it's official, that Ron, you know, files the paperwork and it's no longer a secret, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, the polls are going to shift in his favor. You know, Orange Man is going to be finished. The adults will finally be in on the campaign trail and everyone's going to forget about poopy tantrum uh, Trump. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, go to Twitter really quick. And we're going to pull up uh, some polling numbers. So, of course, California now swings towards Trump. That's right, guys. California is swinging towards Trump. I think it was like a net 16 uh, point swing. Uh, okay, Johnny Maga, less than 3,000 uh, 3, viewers for Ron's first official presidential campaign stop. People don't want an NPC for president. So at the height of the, uh, at the peak of the stream that uh, Ron DeSantis is doing, he had less than 3,000 uh, viewers. When President Trump does a campaign, uh, does a campaign rally, there's literally hundreds of thousands of live viewers. And by the end of the night, long after it's done, there's millions of views on these, you know, hour-long, two-hour-long streams. Ron DeSantis doesn't even come close. Again, the Sun Belt is not the Rust Belt. It's not the West Coast. Um, it's it's not it's it's none of this. You know, he it's it, it uh, he's finished. Uh, I don't if if the primaries go, uh, if it's not tampered with, uh, President the, the primary is essentially over. Biden is going to be the nominee. Trump is going to be the nominee. What else have we got here? Let's see. Did I forget anything? Oh, West, some, uh, some West Virginia polling. I'm going to go over in a second. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trump apparently uh, wants to abridge them. No, we're not going to get into that. Uh, we already went to the California thingy. Um, 
Yeah, man. 20, oh, not. Uh, I think I said sixteen or eighteen. It's twenty six point swing in California. That's that's massive, guys. That's fucking massive. Yeah, and then of course here's uh, Ron DeSantis doing that fake laugh. I don't know what is going on here. Look, if he's on the spectrum, whatever. This is excusable. I don't care. Uh, but uh, I just I know a fake laugh when I see it, dude. Like I, I come from the corporate world. I, you know, I'm college educated. I know when someone's fake laughing. Ron DeSantis is 100% fake laughing in a handful of these uh, weird encounters with the public, and uh, you know it's disingenuous, man. Like it puts me off. But I wanted to get into while we're talking about politics and polling, I wanted to get into this polling here. Uh, one second. This polling here uh, in West Virginia. West Virginia is, uh, is a, it's a blood red state, but it has a Democratic senator, Senator Manchin. Manchin, his approval has sunk. He is finished. He is done. Uh, right now, the the uh, candidate leading him is uh, Justice. Uh, that's his last name, Justice, the Republican Justice. And uh, he's at 54% and Manchin is at 32%. The MAGA-approved candidate is Mooney. I think his full name is Alex Mooney. He's the MAGA approved candidate. He's a Trump endorsed candidate. He's one of the Trump acolytes. And this guy is behind a little more than 10 points, which isn't that big of a deal. That's not that big of a deal. Trump can easily do a handful of events. West Virginia is MAGA country. He can do, uh, I can imagine a 40, 50 point swing. Um, in this state alone, even though uh, the candidate justice, he has the support of Mitch McConnell, DeSantis and a handful of the establishment Republicans. And uh, but but that doesn't matter because we've seen Trump swing elections by 30, 40, 50, 60 points. DeSantis is literally one of these people. He was going up against uh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, I forget the Adam Putnam. He was going up against Adam Putnam in 2018. DeSantis literally had to beg. Uh, President Trump to endorse him. Trump wasn't really on board with Adam Putnam because Adam was kind of a dickhead and he, you know, he thought he was better than Trump. Trump endorsed DeSantis. He risked everything to support uh, Governor DeSantis. And of course, DeSantis ended up winning by, 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 by quite a lot. It was a huge fucking swing. It was a massive upset. And of course, DeSantis went on to be a pretty damn good governor. And he took things very, very seriously in Florida. He took election security, election integrity very seriously. He almost lost the race, not just because Ron DeSantis is who he is, but because Brenda Snipes, one of the election officials in Florida, was pulling some sneaky beaky shit. Trump even was threatening to get the federal government involved and get investigators involved and prevent the shenanigans uh, from from uh, from going on, from moving forward. Uh, Trump, in my opinion, saved Governor DeSantis's uh, political career. And so did James O'Keefe, by the way. And uh, yeah, so if as soon as uh, President Trump uh, gets serious about the West Virginia race, which he should, if I was advising him, I'd be like, dude, make a surprise trip to West Virginia. Go talk to those people. Go visit those people. And you call up Alex Mooney and say, hey, you're getting out of bed and you're going to fucking join me. You know, you do your little campaign thing. You talk to the people and you're going to see this uh, the, this uh, this polling here shift dramatically in Mooney's favor. All it would take is just a little bit of effort, not even much. They want to see President Trump. They want to see who he's backing. They want to see the good guys win. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a very important race to watch. One, because it'll be really, really interesting to see Manchin lose. And two, if Mooney can pull it off, if Trump does everything right, 
Um, it would be nice to see the Mitch McConnells of the world uh, just go up in flames, uh, watch their plans just crumble right before their eyes. And West Virginia is one of those safe states where they don't have all that bullshit going on that we're seeing in Detroit, that we're seeing in Clark County, that we're seeing in uh, you know Wisconsin, uh, you know th- those kinds of places. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, something to be very mindful of, very mindful of. And of course, uh, the the presidential polling figures. In West Virginia, and this is why I'm saying that Mooney can, you know, th- this polling can be swung by 40, 30 points easy. The president, uh, the people in West Virginia, 54% in favor of, plus 45 for Trump. Uh, DeSantis doesn't even break double digits. That's fucking crazy. And again, DeSantis, for the longest time, was enjoying favorable coverage. Uh, you know, people were gushing over him, myself included, uh, for until very recently. And the, this is all he can get. This is all he can muster. Uh, but I don't want to beat up on people who uh, regular people who support uh, Governor DeSantis. Uh, there's a lot of really well-meaning people. I know of a handful of really nice down to earth working class people that uh, that support Governor DeSantis. And there's surprisingly a lot of people who don't even know President Trump is running. Uh, so that should tell you something that should uh, worry people that uh, the, the media's kind of blackout on Trump might be kind of working sort of. So it's, I impress upon people to speak about these current affairs, these current issues uh, respectfully and, and with patience and kindness and, uh, you know, insensibly, you know, and of course, in good taste and when the time is right, uh, because, uh, you know, we, we are uh, sort of like the, the frontline soldiers in, in like the culture war and then the battle for the country and, and all that shit. Uh, you know, we just got to speak honestly about it and be sensible about it. And uh, yeah, but no, this is a, this is going to be an interesting race. This is going to be a really, really interesting race. Interesting state to look at. And uh, yeah, Manchin sucks. He fucked up. He betrayed the, he betrayed his voters. The, the Republicans in West Virginia were more than happy to vote for Senator Manchin. So long as he was like a stopgap, he was, uh, he was going to stand in the way of the crazy woke agenda. And of course he failed. He decided to turn his back on the people of his own constituents. Uh, Yeah. Manchin doesn't represent me. He represents the people of West Virginia. So it's like when somebody like on the West Coast or somebody that I know uh, that doesn't live in New York and they're bitching about uh, Congressman Cortez, it's like, yeah, you can cry about her all you want, but she doesn't represent you. You don't live in her district. Like, what are you complaining about? It's not that big of a deal. Like, she sucks. All right. So let's go ahead and go dive into the second story. I just wanted to get all that polling stuff out of the way. All right. Let's get rid of that. All right. So more conservative boycotts, this time Target. How uh, how major brands were forced into the conservative plan to target LGBT people. Uh, target Bud Light, the Dodgers, and Disney have all been backed into a corner over their support of the LGBTQ community. The strategy has uh, conservative activists celebrating. All right. I'm not going to bore you with a bunch of boring... A- oh, hold on. Wait, we got a comment from Cultivus Maximus. If Trump can keep the demons away from the kids, then he got my vote. You know what? He did an excellent job of... Uh, Dude, he did, he did a great job. In my opinion, he, he honestly did a fantastic job. There's a lot of exaggerations about his presidency. There's a lot of misrepresentations about his presidency from both sides. Uh, Mac did a good video that Chick-fil-A is doing it now. Dude, I'm going to watch that video because I don't know too much about it. Um, I don't, I, here's the deal. Chick-fil-A, while we're on the topic, while we're on this, uh, this specific issue, um, I never liked Chick-fil-A. I never bought into it. Again, I don't like consuming a product to own the lib. So I, I, I initially understood the support from people that in my sphere, I, I understood their support for Chick-fil-A back then, but then there was that violent career criminal who ended up ODing on fentanyl, but of course the cop ended up taking the fall for it. And um, I think during all the unrest in the country in 2020, I think it was the CEO of Chick-fil-A. He goes out on stage with a magic American and he's like washing his feet 
and like kissing his ass and shit. And it's like, it's fucking pathetic. And it's like, dude, it's like Chick-fil-A, more like cuck filet. Like, why? Well, and again, all the people that were like giving this company money, giving, you know, uh, you know, giving like literally just throwing their hard earned money at this company uh, to own the libs. Well, you guys got eggs on your face, egg on your face. You got egg on your face. Full stop. Uh, so it's not a good idea to like support things just to own the libs. Again, just imagine, you know, buying the Daily Wire subscription uh, because you like Gina Carano and that shitty Star Wars show. And then you watch that horrible movie. It, it's like, ooh, you, you're going to feel robbed and, 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 and rightfully so. Or if you buy the Eric July's comic book, because again, you want to break away from wokeism, but now you have a, a book, this story that's completely shit. It's incoherent. It doesn't make any sense and it's boring. And again, no one has anything nice to say about it. Um, now, I waited years after the whole initial you know, uh, rise of Chick-fil-A to try it out. I wasn't impressed. I think I've eaten there once. And I didn't like it. Their deluxe chicken uh, sandwich was actually pretty good, though. Oh, okay. You know what, Mac? No, no no positive comments, all right? We're, we're going into boycott mode. We're going into boycott mode. Uh, so, yeah, like Target, it's the same deal, man. Like, I, ne- I was never impressed by Target. I don't like Target. A lot of the people who shop there are very snooty. And they look down on working class people such as myself. And um, I, I just I, I did it at an ex who was, like, obsessed with Target. So I fucking hate Target. And uh, yeah, you just think they're better than everybody, you know? There's like this whole like weird consumer culture bullshit uh, that's very unique, specifically with Target. Something about Target, just like it has like this weird brand loyalty, this this weird fan base, and I don't I don't really know what to make of it. But yeah, there's been uh, some drama with uh, with Target and the Rainbow People. So Bud Light and Target were not always pol- political punching bags, but both companies have been drawn into the center of a long-brewing conservative battle after the brand's release campaigns supporting or featuring Rainbow People. You know what's uh, interesting about this? Like, like I'm not going to bore you with too much math, but like half the country, roughly speaking, right-wing or conservative or Republican, the other half is, you know, Democrat. If half the people in the country, literally, you know, half the people... Stopped consuming Netflix, going to Target, Bud Light. We can change a lot of things in the culture wars, in the so-called culture wars, right? And and it would be meaningful. What's happening with Bud Light is meaningful. I took an L on that. No, I'm not above uh, saying I got it wrong, but I, I got it wrong. You know, the boycott was successful. It is successful, and it is still ongoing. That sort of energy needs to, like, I just, people need to understand, if at least half of us, half of the country which is right-leaning, which is completely ideologically different from the other half, if we just stopped giving people who hate us money, you know, we win. You don't, I mean, like, it's like activism could be so easy for us, and it is. All we have to do is just stop participating in the bullshit um, or stop giving money to these people who are are campaigning against our own interests, who are petitioning the government, uh, you know, to, to, to inflict further harm upon the working class. Uh, we are all going to, uh, let's see, collective maxima, uh, col- uh, cultimus maximus, right? Uh, we are all going to have to be Amish at some point. I'm addicted to electricity, though. Well, as far as I know, electricity is not woke. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's, uh, look, there, there's there's certain lines that can be crossed, and there's there's certain lines. No, 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 let, let me rephrase that. There, there's certain boycotts that are uh, more meaningful than others, and some of them are going to be uh, harder for, for others. Uh, like, the Netflix one is so easy for me. It's so, and it should be so easy for everybody, but I keep hearing the same fucking excuses. Oh, well, you know, my, my uncle, my grandma, you know, she uses my password. Teach her how to pirate, dude. If she can look, like if she can, you know, look up her shit, you know, watch clips on YouTube or, you know, buy shit online on her phone. 
What is stopping her from learning how to uh, go to one of these uh, websites like Filmlicious or SolarVids and, um, and then just watching anything that she wants? I, I've been converting a lot of people slowly, and I and I like posting links to solar, uh, not so, uh, to Filmlicious on Facebook. And I swear to God, I swear to God, somebody that I'm friends with, they reported literally over like fifty fucking links. I wake up one morning and I literally have like fifty notifications that all these posts were reported and removed. I'm surprised I haven't been banned from Facebook for sharing links to uh, basically free movies without BitTorrents and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, let me. Oh, wow, we got some comments here. Uh, let's see. I want to be a homesteader. Currently working towards it. Uh, dude, it's, it's it's a rough life, man. But you know, whatever uh, gets people away from all this. Uh, you know, the the urban uh, the urban decay. I bet those. Uh, let's see. I bet these. Uh, I bet these protests started because too many people uh, became concerned about the frogs. Too many pro frog videos. Ribby watch frogs. A YouTuber making a frog army, etc. Uh, MTMG writes. Imagine getting mad that you can't consume Gooey Slop Entertainment for free. I know, right? Uh, that's awesome. That is my plan too. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, well, uh, well, hold on. Imagine getting mad that you can't consume Gooey Slop Entertainment for free. Wait, I'm not getting mad. Uh, I just don't want to give them my money. I pirate everything. I pirate everything. Um, there's just no, I, I know Hollywood is evil. I know Netflix is evil and they promote a lot of degenerate garbage like cuties, for example, with those little girls, you know, in the, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so again, I, I would never give these people my money. No, I don't got Amazon. I don't got Netflix. I don't got none of that shit, especially HBO. None, none of it. None of it. None, 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 blah. They're not getting my money. No, not, not today. All right, so let's see. Target announced Tuesday it was uh, pulling some rainbow-themed items from stores following what a company spokesperson described as threats to employees over this year's line of... Uh of Pride merchandise. He interviewed uh, in interviews target customers and employees uh, at stores in North Carolina and Texas. Said the company moved Pride collections away from the front of the store. Bud Light, meanwhile, drew backlash from far right wing commentators after partnering with the transgender. Fuck, I can't say that. The Transformer influencer Dylan Mulvaney in a, on a marketing campaign in April. Uh, influential conservative figureheads called for a boycott, and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a contender for the GOP presidential nod, said he would never drink Bud Light again. Oh, dude, how will Bud Light ever continue? Uh, the guy who wears high heels is not going to be drinking Bud Light anymore. Sales have continued to plummet. Thank goodness. Uh, but several mainstream brands have publicly supported Rainbow People for years. So what's the, uh, the difference now? Advocates and marketing experts say it's a growing power of a vocal minority of far-right political commentators, conservative politicians, and religious legal uh, groups, which have led the calls to boycott the companies while these right-wing groups and individuals also support a historic wave of state legislation that seeks to restrict Rainbow Rights. Yeah, like what what rights? What rights? Um, let's see. Yeah, another recent uproar centered on the Dodgers, which faced pressure from the conservatives, such as San Marco Rubio, uh, Republican from Florida, to uh, uh, disinvite oh to disinvite the sister of perpetual indulgence, a decades old LGBTQ nonprofit, from the team's annual Rainbow Pride Night. The team later reversed course, reinviting the group, and drew more criticism from conservatives. Yeah, so this is what happens when you consume cuckball. Your cuckball uh, heroes are going to fucking betray you guys. Again, you can't give them your money. You need to step away. You need to break away from this. And I always get, I get shit on from, again, people who are like, like genuine racists. Like I, I know people who are like genuinely racist, super dissident, and they got like very strong beliefs. And they consume Netflix. They have Amazon Prime. They have HBO. And they go to Target. 
and they have other options. There's more sensible options uh, to choose from, and they're not even principled enough to um, you know to 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 stand up to these corporations. But I am. Uh, so and again, like Huckball, like I, I know people like sports. Like I played sports when I was like a kid and stuff. Like I, I get it; it's fun. But like, dude, these people are going to betray you. And I always get told by these people, like some of my 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 more dissident buddies, and they're just like, "Well, what do you what do you talk to people about? You know, well, what do you what do you actually do? You know." Well, I go out partying with chicks. I, I got a kayak. I go out in the lake. You know, I got a fucking motorcycle. I'll make content. I'm making puppets, dude. I'm, I'm actually creating things. Like, the world is big and beautiful. There's a lot of things to do. There's things that are more worthy of your time than cuckball, than goy slop, than this fucking bullshit on, uh, you know, this globalist, uh, fuck, I'm... I'm I'm trying not, I want to say what I really believe, but I know I'll get banned. This very subversive content on Netflix. Um, there's just better things to do with my time. And life is short, man. You know, a lot of us, uh, or not a lot of us, but a handful of us ended up losing people that we love and cared about the past three years because of uh, hor- horrible treatment at these hospitals. And none of us were, were there to keep an eye on them. And uh, people who died because they consumed a pharmaceutical product of significant relevance. I can't say what it is, but you know what it is. And um, life is just short, man. And I'm not going to sit there watching this fucking trash. I've been boycotting these people for a long time. It's nice to see that the right wing is catching up to me. And I'm also seeing similar comments being made about the U.S. military. I have no problem or animus towards the veterans. I love the troops. I support the troops. A lot of my friends are veterans. A lot of I had a handful of friends that are serving this country right now, and they're doing so honorably. But God damn it, it is not worth their lives. I don't want to see innocent Americans getting killed for Israel, for Zelensky, or for any other bullshit foreign interest that's going to benefit the Cheneys, the Clintons, the Bidens. I'm not interested in it, guys. And I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, regular folk, sharing that belief. All we have to do is talk about it and be honest about it and talk about it sensibly. Uh, so yeah, uh, fuck Target and their and their bullshit propaganda, this subversive nonsense. It's been going on for so long. But uh, I remember Six Hexenhammer doing a, a he did a video. I this was like a year or two ago. How even younger people, their uh, favorability with like rainbow causes is in steep decline. I think people are just sour on this. It's like you know the we we got the equality for marriage. And all we we heard for the longest time, we just want to get married. We just want to be treated fairly in the courts. We just want the same uh, benefits that a, that a regular traditional couple would get. Whatever, fine. Uh, but now it's like, uh, you know, now the kids have to look at my feminist penis and shit like that. And uh, it's gross. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, let's see, I'm too, not you, not you, fool. I mean, Netflix Rich. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, I apologize for misreading that. But yeah. All right, let's go ahead and dive into our third story. What time? Are we? Oh, my God, dude, it's already 42 minutes. And uh, we're only on the third story. Goodness, I apologize. Uh, let's see. Oh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, what a fucking stinker. Uh, No surprise, a box office analyst predicts The Little Mermaid will end up being a box office flop. Could lose 50 to 100 million dollars. <laughs> uh, this is from Bounding into Comics. Bounding into Comics is reporting this. So The Little Mermaid, oh yeah, by the way, Ursula, I think this is played by, uh, who cares? I don't, I don't remember. Some, Melissa McCarthy, that's her name. Yeah, look how boring and lifeless this shit is. Look how awkward this this Little Mermaid looks next to this doofus right here. I don't know, man. This just looks so cheesy, dude. Like, 
It looks so bad and low effort. I mean, I'm just I'm not impressed by anything that I'm seeing. Uh, I'm granted it's Disney, so it's not really for me, anyways. But still, you know, it's like there was that initial magic there. Hold on one second, I gotta go water really quick. I'm really thirsty. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, me and my co-host, we're gonna do uh, we were gonna wa- do a watch party with, with a bunch of people. We're just gonna hang out. We're gonna drink, and we're gonna watch this movie together, and then we're gonna just talk about it on the show. But uh, we came to the conclusion that uh, we just uh, we we can't stomach it. We can't stomach it. Uh, looks like a B Hub uh, vid cover. I know, right? Uh, I wonder what genre. I wonder what genre it would be. Uh, so yeah, box office flop. Uh, and there's also like a bunch of videos. There's a bunch of videos on Twitter that are going viral of like these fights breaking out in the movie theaters. And it's really upsetting to see because there's like, you know, little kids there and stuff too. But I, I feel like if the movie theaters were prepared, if they were smart, if they had competent people running them, they would institute a no sneaker policy and they would avoid all the violence altogether. However, uh, it's 2023 and everything sucks and everything is ghetto. So, uh, yeah, the, the violence is ensuing. I'm sure you can guess as to why. Uh, let's see. <laughs> all right. Well, hold up there. Okay. Box office analyst and YouTuber OMB Reviews shared his analysis. Analysis, in the, uh, analysis of the box office receipts for this past Memorial Day weekend and predicted that the Walt Disney Company's latest release, The Little Mermaid, will end up being a big office flop. Shocker. In a recent video uploaded, the analyst began, we're going to talk about The Little Mermaid. How it's doing okay domestically, but internationally, oh boy, this movie is in a ton of trouble. Seeing that it has had a simultaneous release in all the major markets overseas, with the one exception being Japan. However, if we are looking at the other markets in the East right now, it's not looking good at all for the prospects of this movie's international numbers, and the domestic really aren't that much better to be able to say it'll make up for any of its losses there. He then asserted, so what I'm, what am I saying? I think there's a good chance that we'll see The Little Mermaid end up being a big box office flop and let's just say it couldn't happen to a nicer company uh yeah yeah that's 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 fantastic all right so let's see little mermaid gross a total of 95.4 million in its opening three-day weekend that's it uh domestically and brought in another 22.1 million on memorial day why is all this little kid shit showing up on the fucking ads i i apologize guys it's gross um internationally the film only grossed a total of 68.3 million in china according to ent group the film only grossed an appalling 2.78 million the numbers reports the film only grossed 185 blah blah blah, blah. who cares uh hand uh pink waving i can't see that emoji on restream uh potato you little angry potato but i'm gonna imagine what it is um, so yeah, uh, this, this movie is, uh, dude, all these Disney films, these remakes or just whatever they are, soulless, garbage, not worth your time. Spend your money on anything else. Dude, don't spend your money at all. Put it away or get a gym membership. Get a gym. I'm not even fucking kidding. Anything is better than this shit. Uh, dude, you know, I mentioned this on the, on a, on a stream or two ago. I, I, cause, uh, I, I saw, I heard the Aquafina, that shitty Aquafina rap, um, and I was like, well, what did, what was, what did Scuttle sound like in the original uh, Little Mermaid? So I looked it up on YouTube and one of the first videos was like this hilarious clip of, uh, Ariel, the mermaid. She's like in, in her human form. She's with the, the love interest and they're on the boat and Scuttle is like on this like tree and he's singing horribly. Cause you know, he's trying to set the mood, right? He's trying to get everybody feeling good. And you know, he's, he's trying to be, uh, you know, he's trying to wingman uh, Ariel, right? Cause the animals were on team Ariel. And then of course the, the crab throws himself in the water because the singing is horrible. And it was fucking hilarious. It was so funny. Nothing about 
uh, that this new movie is, is funny because it's lifeless. It's soulless. It's, it's a bullshit cash grab. Uh, it, it's, it's just trying to promote and push this weird, you know, leftist uh, agenda. And just, no, no, not having any of it. Not having any of it. Uh, we can all be Amish and still have electricity. Yeah, that's right. That is, yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, Angry Potato. We absolutely can. All right. So me, uh, I can't wait for this film to not be in theaters anymore. And, uh, you know, if there's any uh, hilarious viral footage, I'll probably have to make standalone content about it regarding all this violence going on in the movie theaters. And again, take a lucky guess as to why there's so much violence in the movie theaters um, during the release of The Little Mermaid. I wonder what it could be. I can't put my finger in it. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of, uh, speaking of which, let's go ahead and move on to our fourth story. Um, boom. All right, so there was a hate crime bill that was uh, very close to being passed. Fortunately, we ousted our far leftist commie governor and replaced him with the former sheriff of Nevada or Clark County, uh, uh, Governor Lombardo. Nevada Democrats won't override governor's veto of hate crime bill. So there was going to be a hate crime bill. And if you committed, if you were, uh, I guess, convicted of a hate crime, you would be banned from uh, purchasing or owning a firearm here in uh, Nevada. Amid a reported rise in anti-rainbow violence in the U.S., Nevada's Democrat-controlled uh, Senate de uh, declined to override Governor Lombardo's uh, veto of a bill that would have prevented people convicted of hate crimes from owning guns. Well, that's very unconstitutional, and it would be very costly for uh, the state of Nevada, which, again, does not uh, have state taxes. Uh, so this, you know, we would be embroiled in legal battles and just burning through cash, so whatever. Oh, no, uh, naughty thoughts and uh, bigotisms. <laughs> Uh, so SB 171 is one of three uh, pieces of gun safety legislation passed earlier this month. As uh, ABC affiliate uh, Kohler reported, the law would have prevented a person convicted of a hate crime from owning a firearm for a period of 10 years following their conviction. Both sexual orientation and gender identity and expression are, are among the classes covered by Nevada's hate crime statute. In May 17, letter to Nevada Senate Majority Leader Nicole uh, Canizaro uh, detailing uh, his reasons for vetoing the SB 171, Lombardo wrote that the bill would go much uh, far further than existing law by depriving individuals of Second Amendment rights to bear arms. Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, hate crime is the best crime. That well, I disavow rookie. Uh, my my chat is out of control. Uh, I don't again. I I don't hinder free speech here on this channel. My guests can speak freely, and I guess the people in the chat can speak freely. And I have no ability to control what goes on in the chat or in my comment section. So please do not hold me accountable for their thoughts. They are their thoughts in their own. Uh, let's see. Uh, what the fuck? That's stupid. We all do hate crimes. I I, don't, I mean, dude, like they they don't categorize anything as a hate crime though. And like Nevada is like a really weird like. It's weird because like Reno is uh, Reno, Nevada, which is in in the north side of the state. Very, it's like it's it's like somewhat rural. But it's got like one or two really big cities, and it's like it's like a purple, but it kind of leans blue. And then like the middle of Nevada, it's like all rural. And then there's the the south side of Nevada, which is where I live. I'm in Henderson, right next to Las Vegas, and Clark County. Clark County is like mostly blue, but. It also comprises of all these communities like Henderson, which are which are mostly people who are Republicans. But there's a handful of people who are like woke and shit and, you know, regular Democrats. It's kind of unfortunate. Um, so I don't know. Uh, polling suggests that uh, President Trump, if the election goes fairly, uh, he'd win Nevada. And in my opinion, uh, we ended up winning in 2022. But, you know, you know shit happens. Uh, we all do hate crimes. I disagree. Some people call it love crime. I don't, I don't even want to know what a love crime is. 
Uh, but yeah, no, uh, we're very fortunate to have a governor in place who is going to prevent the uh, the Democratic Party here in the state uh, from pushing the draconian uh, uh, laws uh, hindering our right to the Second Amendment. Very unfortunate. Man, we really dodged the fucking bullet with this one. And uh, also, uh, Governor, uh, Governor Lombardo ended up uh, passing a law stating that Nevada is not going to cooperate with other states with other states regarding uh, pursuing women who want to uh, terminate the life of their baby. Uh, I'm mixed on that. Obviously, I'm pro-life. But again, depending on the person, if they want to terminate the life of their baby. Again, I, I like I, Margaret Singer. She's kind of based in red pill, regardless of what your opinions are about um, Planned Parenthood. I know it's not really popular, but whatever, man. Uh, n- a new way to say the, the, I know, right? <laughs> oh my god, uh, you guys, you guys are gonna get me in trouble tonight. This is a rowdy crowd, rowdy crowd. Oh god! All right, New York City Karen update. Oh god, dude, this one really upsets me. Hold on one second. Yeah, this one really upsets me. This is a GoFundMe. I shared the GoFundMe for the Sarah, uh, uh, the Sarah woman, the the woman at the heart of this controversy, and she's already exceeded her goal. Well, the Magic Americans that were at the heart of the controversy who filmed the incident and uploaded it themselves, hoping to destroy that woman, the pregnant nurse's life or the the hospital worker's life, uh, they are now at ninety thousand dollars, dude. Unbelievable. I wasn't thinking of that, but I guess I could be taking as <laughs> yeah. So uh, this woman right here—that's the—that's allegedly that's apparently the sister of the main Magic American who, com- in my opinion, committed battery against uh, Sarah Comrie, the New York City Karen, and she she came out defended the brother, and here's why she did it. She's inserting a plausible deniability into what happened because the boy did commit battery, in my opinion, legally speaking, he did allegedly commit battery against uh, the the pregnant uh, lady. And if you have this girl communicating what happened, there's plausible deniability. So if she gets something wrong, she can say, oh, I forgot. Oh, I misspoke. Instead of having, you know, the the guy, the boy, the, the not boy, the man, the black man who ended up uh, committing, in my opinion, battery against the woman. Uh, because if he speaks, those words are going to be used against him. And in this video right here, this is a this is an image from uh, a, a TikTok video. Tizzy Ant also published it, and he had like the the weird green screen effect in the background. And he's like just in the front. He's like in the in the front end, and like pointing up at the at the woman that this uh, girl here, this magic American female, you know, like yes, queen, uh, pointing at my queen, isn't she right, slay queen? And he's just like taking up like half the screen because Tizzy Ant is fucking fat, and uh, yeah. Uh, nothing of substance was said and everything that she said was defamatory and the comments and statements that she made, they were um, uh, not true. They were not true. And they essentially confirmed that the bike did, uh, it was rightfully in the custody of Sarah Comrie and she was forced off of it and uh, made to select a different bike for whatever personal reason. Uh, but even in this description, even in this, this uh, even in this uh, short description right here, um, they defame uh, Sarah Comrie. And this is why I called her a libtard and why I'm very disappointed in the, the so-called New York City Karen. Dude, why are you not pressing charges against these people? Why are you not going after this family? They have a hundred thousand dollars, roughly a hundred grand up for grabs. 
They're basically handing it to you. Take it. Punish them. They do not like you. It doesn't matter if you support social justice and equity and all this bullshit. They fucking hate you. They want you dead. They want you replaced. And you don't want to go after them because you're like a fucking ally or something. Because you're afraid of them. What are you afraid of? You were driven from your home per your own words. They've been threatening your life. Why don't you fight back and stop being a fucking coward? We are aiding the family of a young man who was attacked while riding a city bike. That is objectively false. He was not attacked. He, in my opinion, committed battery against Sarah Comrie, who's dubbed the New York City Karen, which is a racial slur, by the way, against white women. The right-wing media has spread the idea that she was the victim. No, they, they said otherwise, and they had to retract what they stated because they were caught fucking lying. They have worked hard to discredit the young man. No, they didn't. Not hard enough. Cite your source, please. His friends and his family in order to present her as the victim. Only one journalist, though, has interviewed the family and the young man. The family needs help bringing, this, bringing his story to light and defending themselves against false claims. What false claims? And what do you mean? Like, the media is on your side. They want this story to go away. The more that they highlight, dude, oh man, I, I wish I knew Sarah Carmen. If I can get a hold of her, if I could put a word in her ear, I would do my best to convince her to go after these people, to file former criminal charges against the, the magic Americans that committed battery against her, in my opinion. Their identities as well as that one of the minor are being kept hidden for safety reasons. How, how thoughtful. No one ever thought to conceal the identity of the so-called New York City Karen, the pregnant woman. People are threatening her life, the life of her child and her, and her husband and probably immediate members of her family because she stood up for herself because she refused to initially get off the bike that she had custody of. The funds will be distributed directly to the family. We're merely facilitating the situation. Any fees not used for the lawyer will go to the family. It attaches the interview where you can read uh, his side of the story for the first time. Everything is on video. It's over. Aren't you, uh, let's see, uh, the First Amendment is right for a reason without, uh, we have nothing, MTMG writes, are you obligated to try and retreat from threats in some states? How could you uh, paint him as a victim at all? I know, right? Well, I mean, it's a lie. Uh, he's not a victim in any meaningful way. In, in any, there's, there's no way to slice that content up in a way to make it favorable to this guy. She, the, the, only, the only thing that almost sort of kind of gave it credence was her bizarre behavior. But you have a tiny female who's pregnant and she's getting battered, in my opinion, by this giant magic American, much taller, much bigger than her. And, uh, and she's confused and alone. And she's surrounded, by the way, by, by these, these fucking hecklers. And, and she still does not... I don't know why she doesn't want to press charges. I mean, they, they, they took everything from you. They, they drove you from your home you're put, you don't have a job right now. You're on leave. Even though you did nothing wrong. She called for help. She did the right thing. If, if that was my wife, she's pregnant. She's being fucking battered by these magic Americans. She obviously can't fight back because the baby and because she's a tiny female. You, you call for help. She did everything right. And now the, the, the fucking Democratic Party, the, the, the globalists, the, the far leftist goofballs, they want to demonize women from calling for help. And they want to stigmatize calling for help in situation, genuine situations of distress. 
and uh, and we're seeing a lot of it. We're seeing a lot of it. I mean, that, this is what the the what feminists were were suggesting that a lot of uh, grape victims they don't come forward because they're afraid that um, you know they're going to get dogpiled, and in some cases they do. They're going to get dogpiled by friends. They're going to get dogpiled by 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 the law enforcement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, you know, but but now we have a woman literally being battered, in my opinion, on video. And they're and they're calling her racist uh, slurs like Karen, absolutely disgusting, very upsetting to see, and uh, yeah, these people are fucking liars. But you know what? It's not my money. They're not taking my money. Three point five thousand uh, people donated to this, and it's at ninety k. Unbelievable. Some people donated a thousand dollars. Who are these people? Jesus Christ. Let's see. Are there any updates here? Gives me Emmett Till vibes and chills. Fuck Emmett Till. Fuck George Floyd. I don't give a fuck about these people. I mean, dude, this is the best they can do. This is, they have to reach all the way to what? Like the the 30s, the 20s, or whatever the fuck Emmett Till died. They got to reach all the way back there to kind of make a point. And then George Floyd is another one of the heroes of the left. This is another guy who, who assaulted pregnant women. And they and they weep for these people. Unfucking believable. I believe that evil should be subjected to the VIN protocol. Verify, identify, and neutralize. Charles Mills donated twenty five dollars. Verify, identify, and neutralize. He's saying that about a pregnant woman, a small white pregnant woman who purchased a bike, a bike rental service. They want to neutralize her. I'm not making this up, you guys. <laughs> this is what they fucking believe. This is literally what they believe. Unfucking believable, man. Can you imagine? I, I've never said anything like this. I've never said anything like this at all. And these are certainly not my beliefs. But Charles Mills, he can say this on GoFundMe. You know who can't uh, be on GoFundMe? Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse who defended himself from people who said they want to end his life. The people who said they want to end his life, they were allowed GoFundMe accounts. They were allowed to set up on GoFundMe, but Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't, and he was acquitted. It was one of the clearest cut cases of self-defense in American history, in my opinion. And he's not allowed on this web, on this platform because they accused him falsely of being a murder, of a mass murder. I apologize, Ma mass murder. But you can... Verify, identify, and neutralize. Right there on GoFundMe, guys. This is what we're dealing with, man. They they want to replace us, displace us, and they want to end our lives. This is what they believe. Um, yeah, over a fucking bike, uh, a bicycle. I mean, I, again, I was willing to concede. Maybe it was just a total misunderstanding and everybody overreacted. Everybody was acting silly. Nobody was willing to do that. Because of the racial makeup of the of the the confrontation, and if, and I know even though Sarah Comrie kind of sucks because she's not pursuing this, uh, pursuing them with with criminal charges, um, I still think it's the right thing to do to defend her. I think it's the honorable thing to do. I think it's the right thing to do. And uh, even if you're not sympathetic towards Sarah Comrie because she's a libtard, uh, again, she's a libtard, and they're talking about neutralizing her. Um, not only that, if we allow these people to win, and if we don't push back and challenge them. Uh, disagreeing with Magic Americans is going to be a life-ruining event. You're going to have a dispute over a bike, a shopping cart, the last bag of chips in the aisle. 
doesn't matter. If the racial makeup is not what it should be, they're going to ruin your fucking life. Greenskins get shadow banned as soon as they make a channel. Yeah, there's a lot of green skin discrimination here on this platform. And I'm just sick of it. Hassan Piker, far leftist Muslim, says that America deserved 9-11. He's allowed on the platform. But Jared Taylor is, and he's never advocated for, celebrated, or called for violence. Hassan Piker did. He made a grape joke, an assault joke against Dan Crenshaw. In his eye, he had an eye injury. He wears an eye patch. So you could imagine the disgusting nature of that. He's allowed on the platform, but not uh, James Alsup, not Nick Fuentes. Well, Nick Fuentes is edgy as hell, but but still, Nick Fuentes has never said uh, disgusting things the way that Hassan Piker has. Uh, Jake Uger of the Young Turks made comments about pleasuring animals, unironically. And he was, uh, you know, grilled for that by the Cuomo brother when Cuomo was on TV before he got sacked. It's kind of funny that it played out that way. President Trump is going to outlast him. I wonder how that makes him feel. All right. We got one more story, and I got one item on Fashion Swap. I wish I got more stuff, but I wasn't really like on Facebook. For whatever reason, Facebook always gives me all the funny shit. All right, so last story. All right, Biden world confident in a Trump rematch, but preps for a surprise. Um, I'm actually not very conflicted about this. This actually makes a lot of sense for a number of reasons. Democrats and campaign officials know their job may get tougher if Trump's name isn't on top of the GOP ticket. That's actually not true, but they can believe what they want to believe. President Joe Biden, joke Biden, uh, and his campaign team uh, continue to believe that they will square off against Donald Trump. It's President Trump in a general election rematch of four years prior. But after the Republican presidential primary field grew substantially last week with big name governor and senator joining the race and other GOP heavyweights considering taking the plunge, they're also not leaving anything to chance. And this is actually a really smart thing. And this is something that I've impressed upon. President Trump is essentially a shoe in. He's, he's more than likely going to be the nominee. If, they don't fuck with the rules if he doesn't have like a heart attack or something or God forbid he passes on. Um, if that if those things don't happen, President Trump is going to be the nominee. And it would actually be a campaign malpractice if they are not preparing to take on some of these other candidates. Uh, interesting fact, um, of like a month or two ago, uh, President Trump posted a picture of Governor DeSantis. He wasn't the governor at the time. Uh, Ron DeSantis uh, he was like a teacher or some sort of like instructor and he was with women, minor women. They were teenagers and they, and they were, he was serving them. They were drinking alcohol and he was getting all kind of cuddly and shit. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. And, uh, he's like, what's going on here? And like these, these women are underage. Like, what are you doing, Ron? You know, he's fucking with Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis didn't respond. He knows better. Uh, but people were understandably pissed the the ron DeSantis world they were understandably pissed and they were falsely stating that trump called him a pedo you know what a file and stuff which isn't true from my understanding from what i've heard uh the legacy media buzzfeed i think they have more images of ron DeSantis with in compromising photos uh the, the, the photos are compromising in and of themselves and um they're holding on to them if he is the nominee He's not going to win the. He's not going to win against Biden. He's not going to win against uh, Gretchen Whitmore uh, if she ends up uh, being the nominee. If, again, this can also happen to to Joe Biden. Uh, the the campaigns that actually know what they're doing, that actually have competent people on their staff. I don't know if Ron, uh, if President Trump's people are competent enough. Uh, he's got Jason Miller on there. I don't like that guy. 
I could do his job a lot better. But if I was running his campaign, I would be like, look, we're going to need contingency plans in place in the event Joe Biden is not the nominee because that is a real possibility, you guys. Uh, why do you think that there was all these Democrats testing the waters, making big splashes, doing very unusual things, going places they don't belong in? It's because they're pro- they're preparing for a possible run in 2024. Gavin Newsom was testing the waters, but he's not going to he, he would never win for one. And um, and he's already made it very clear that he's not going to run. Uh, Gretchen Whitmer, she's likely to be the nominee. And if not next time around, she's definitely going to run for office. Uh, Meghan Markle, another person who's, she's got a chance, guys. Don't, people think I'm crazy, but just don't, I'm very, I'm rarely wrong. I'm rarely wrong. I'll just say that. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Biden team is doing everything right. They, again, uh, the the kind of people that, you know, Harry Reid hired in the machine that Harry Reid built, Biden is utilizing it. Biden and, and Harry Reid, they, they were boys. You know, they, they were cool. So they know how to run campaigns. They know exactly what they're doing. Hillary Clinton, very great ground game. I mean, again, she spent almost a billion dollars. Unfortunately, she didn't have the star power that Trump did. And not only that, she ended up fucking off uh, the, the last like month or two of the uh, of the campaign in 2016, and she lost. Go figure. Uh, let's see. Biden's uh, nascent campaign and the Democratic National Committee have been preparing to launch broadsides against a slew of current potential GOP contenders, uh, driven by the fear that their job may be tougher if Trump's name is not at the top of the Republican ticket. Yeah, so this is uh, this is false. Their, their job is going to be very, very hard. I would be more fearful of going up against Trump than any of the other losers in the Republican, uh, that any of the declared Republicans. Their efforts moved into higher gear this week with the entry of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis into the race. His uh, glitch-filled launch on Twitter spaces drew widespread mockery from Trump and other Republicans. The Biden campaign moved swiftly too, trolling DeSantis with a tweet to its own fundraising page, nothing uh, noting that this link works and buying Google ads for searches like DeSantis flop and DeSantis disaster. <laughs> Uh, but the campaign and uh, but the campaign and particularly the DNC also welcomed DeSantis to the blah blah blah. Yeah, they they want all these dorks in the in the primary for some reason. Uh, Jesus, they're all extreme. I grew up under Ronald Reagan Republican Party that wrapped itself in the American flag. Said DNC uh, chair Jamie Harrison. Well, part of America is freedom, the freedom to speak, the freedom of choice, and these guys are everything against freedom. Yeah, that's pro- uh, confession to projection, pal. All right, hold on, we got a couple of. Uh, comments here uh, his real name is potato head all right <clears throat> i like meatball ron it's a really good one yeah so they they're, they're preparing guys the the democratic party is preparing and uh, any republican that's running if they were serious if they knew what they were doing they'd be preparing as well uh to go up against uh the only person that i, I would be mindful of is Meghan markle uh and, and gretchen whitmer um, th- those are the main ones. Th- those are the big, big ones. Um, all the other ones are just nah, not likely unless it's like some dark horse candidate that no one's ever heard of, uh, that or or that's not really familiar with. They might spring forth. Uh, somebody said like, oh, Katie Porter can run. No, Katie Porter is a is a pig, um, physically and metaphorically, she, she's a pig, and uh, she no, very unlikable woman, very unlikable woman. Uh, let's see. All right, so yeah, very exciting news. So whatever, a bunch of polling went over some street beef. Before we do fashion, so let me see if there's anything interesting on Twitter really quick. Ba-ba. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kelly McEnany. Yeah, she's getting roasted by Trump for a number of reasons. 
Mm, oh, no, violence. I can't talk about that. Oh, E-Thoughts can't show that. Oh, creepy Joe Biden. No, I can't show that. Metro Nashville police track down man who shined laser at PD helicopter during surveillance of a legal street race. <sighs> yeah, it's a felony. Uh, let's see. Did someone say, here's a Trump praising, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, okay. There's really nothing interesting here. All right, guys, let's go ahead and uh, go to the mini display and, uh, let's get into fashion SWAT. Right. Dude, this, this is a fucking ridiculous story from insider news. Now that Gen Z has pronounced the death of skinny jeans, men are flocking to TikTok to show off what they're wearing instead. <laughs> First off, fuck you. Skinny jeans are not going anywhere. Uh, I'm a masculine presenting trans lesbian woman of color. Maybe I should run for president. Yeah, called him as Maximus. Maybe you should. It'd probably be a lot more uh, reasonable than what we got right now. All right. So, uh, yeah, this yikes. I don't, I don't like this outfit at all. This uh, it doesn't work for me. Dude, what are you, are you tucking? Dude, this guy on the left is tucking his t-shirt into his underwear. And it's a Calvin Klein underwear, too. That's a... Dude, you don't want logos on your shit. Why would you want the name of another man on your behind? Ugh. All right, TikTok debates about skinny jeans have been going viral for years, but now men are having their say. Some TikTok users said they were throwing away their skinny jeans in favor of baggier pants. Many have been praised for their new looks, which commenters said were more innovative and stylish. Um, some people can pull off skinny jeans and other people can't. It really depends on the shape of your leg and also the length of the skinny jeans and what shoes you're wearing them with. You gotta, you gotta think very hard about this. Um, the baggier pants, these look like straight fit pants. Um, it, it works. I don't know about this tucking the t-shirt into the underwear. That seems like it should be illegal. All right. Skinny jeans seem to have taken another step towards becoming a forgotten cultural artifact. I doubt it. And men on TikTok are now throwing their pairs out for good. Debates about skinny jeans have been hugely divisive <laughs> over the past few years as stylists and trend forecasters have labeled Gen Z as a generation that was leaving the classic style of jeans behind and opting for straight leg styles and mom jeans instead. No, uh, please don't. Let's watch this really quick. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, where's my audio? Oh, dude, I can't, I can't play that audio. It's a fucking music. All right, uh, so, so the the tops are really they're they're wearing like hoodies and shit. Uh, these pants look awful. They look like bums. Maybe there was like one dude who was able to pull it off. The guy with his legs crossed, but and that, uh, yikes! It's gonna be a big yikes for me. All right, let's continue reading. Oh my god, where's my mouse cursor? There it is. All right. Uh, millennial women have confronted their uh, confronted this news with confusion and alarm on TikTok, asking uh, users to help upgrade their wardrobes and style looser fitting jeans. Gen Z women have taken their questions as an opportunity to go viral with tutorial uh, tutorials and tips about upgrading from wearing skinny jeans to rocking a pair of mom jeans, flared trousers or corduroy pants. I think these people are fucking trolling you guys. I think they're trolling these women. You can't carry with skinny jean weakness. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, first off, real man opens car open carries like myself. I let everybody know that uh, I got a Glock 17 right here next to my heart. And uh, that's more meaningful. Dude, I just don't like concealed carry. Uh, 
unless I'm wearing like a coat or something, then that's kind of cool. But I don't like concealed carrying in my pants. Um, there's just been too many stories where like somebody falls over and they fall on their gun and they have like this horrific, like spine injury or some weird, like back pain. And it's just like, it's there forever. And I just, I'm not, I'm not in favor of it. Um, and also that's not technically true. Uh, the skinny jean technology has improved significantly. Uh, it's very, very stretchy. Like I can do lunges in my skinny jeans if I wanted to. I can, you know, do like cartwheels and shit. Like it's not a problem. And again, it really depends on what kind of skinny jeans you get. The lower quality ones you can't really do anything with. Um, like the higher quality ones, in my opinion, would be like Express on some really good ones. Uh, Levi's, I know Levi's kind of sucks, but uh, I have skinny jeans from like years ago and they still fit great. I can maneuver around in them. I can skateboard in them and they're awesome. Um, and they look great, especially with high tops because of the way that I, I have them. And some of like the, the ones that aren't like super skinny, like you can wear like your Converse, you can wear your van shoes. Um, and, and it's just, it's just great. Uh, but I don't know, man, some of them, they're just, they're not fitted right. People just don't know how to fit themselves, uh, with, with the skinny jeans. There's, there's an art to wearing skinny jeans. There really is. Uh, some people can do it. Some people can't, some people do it and do it wrong, but as long as they're happy, Whatever, but you know the whole. Oh, let's go to the mini display. Yeah, but these mom jeans, just no. Okay, these straight legs, these aren't bad. Okay, never mind. Oh fuck, what the hell, dude? This is like boomer dad vacation. <laughs> some of these are not. First off, some of these are just like, oh, I'm lounging around at the beach. It is like this is a fashion statement, really. All right. Uh, AC two dollars super chat sounds like cope to me. That is not cope, dude. It is not cope. I I just legitimately don't like conceal carry. Also, I'm not legally allowed to conceal carry because I gotta like do my permitting and shit. I'm just too lazy to do that. Um, I'll eventually get around to it. But again, I live in a free state for now, and it'll remain free so long as Governor Lombardo stays in office and stays out of trouble. And um, yeah, I can open carry. I can open carry anywhere in the state. I can open carry anywhere I want, except for like the courts and shit. Um, I need room for my junk. No skinny ish for me. Cultus Maximus. I understand where you're coming from, but gene technology is so advanced now. It doesn't cause any pain or discomfort. Like it used to back in like the early two thousands when like emo music was really like, uh, becoming uh, as popular as it was. And it's still popular. Um, oh my God. Skinny jeans are LGBT, LGBT gays. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well, maybe these Gen Z kids are up to something. All right. So, uh, yeah, this is the <laughs> video. The guy's tucking his underwear into the, <laughs> or tucking his shirt into his underwear. <laughs> What's going on? Dude, you know what? I think these guys are just like going to a thrift shop and just buying like the cheapest, goofiest clothes. And uh, it's going viral. Huh? Dude, this has 1.1 million views. Unbelievable. You know what? These kids are having fun. You know, they're having fun. They're they're making funny content. People are talking about it. And I think that's a good thing, you know, to uh to explore and uh and, and test out fashion uh you know, bring up these these old uh, you know, outdated <laughs> uh fashion trends and uh you know, wear dude, what is this guy wearing? When I pause it, it shows like this goofy still of like a dude without a shirt. So I can't like really um uh, you know, focus on one of these outfits here, but yeah. Um yeah, yeah, kudos to you, Gen Z. You guys are you guys are out there doing interesting things, even though I don't agree with with some of it. Uh, some of these outfits are just atrocious. Uh, <laughs> dude, the chat is turning against me because <laughs> I'm pro skinny jeans. I, I wonder what Cheese would say. I wonder what he would do had he been here. 
uh, he'd probably be attacking me relentlessly like he usually does. Like when, when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do yoga. And he's like, Satan, you're going to invoke Satan in your room. Uh, okay. Wow. The way my jaw dropped, it makes such a difference. One commenter wrote super effortless. Another user wrote, uh, still some commenters said they were not ready to get rid of their skinny jeans for good. Yeah, that's me. In January, Insider reported that skinny jeans are still flying off the shelves at Levi's where the top two selling women's items during the company's uh, fourth quarter were both skinny jean styles. It's likely that skinny jeans are here to stay regardless of Gen Z's uh, disdain for them. Okay, that's a generalization. I don't think this is accurate at all. Uh, it would be foolish for brands to eliminate that style completely out of their section. Uh, the trend forecaster Mandy Lee told Input in 2021, uh, jeans, she added, are just too classic of an item to really put limits on. All right. So, yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't really have much else uh, to, to really talk about here. Uh, let me take a look at my bookmarks really quick. Let me make sure that I didn't miss anything. All right, let's see. We already went over Seth Dillon being a uh, a jerk to Gavin Mario, Wax. And then, of course, I guess he's not really a Christian or something. I don't know. I can't really get into it because I'll get in trouble. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Um, this is kind of based. Uh, Ed Krasenstein, uh, Krasenstein, who, in my opinion, should be in prison along with his entire family. He wrote, breaking Trump apparently wants to abridge the 14th Amendment to the Constitution on his first day in the office if he's reelected. Uh, I expect a lot, blah, blah, blah. The 14th Amendment grants citizens uh, citizenship to those born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. Trump's 2024 campaign is calling to remove birthright citizenship and says that he will do it with an executive order, this would seem to be in direct violation of the 14th Amendment. No, it wouldn't. Uh, fuck those people. Yeah, just because uh, an illegal alien uh, comes over the border and squirts out a baby, that I don't believe that makes it a U.S. citizenship. Uh, U.S. citizen, uh, that, that should th- these people should be deported immediately and their citizenship revoked. There's too many fucking people in this country. Like, have you seen the traffic? On the 215 in Clark County? Fuck. All right, let's see. What else do we got? Let's go back. Already went through this polling. We talked about Eric July. Um, I don't even know what this is. Uh, oh, yeah. Seth Dill- oh, yeah. Seth, Seth Dillon hypocrisy. All these images. Suck. Dude, I, I got to rearrange this window, and I'll make it more le- legible for you guys in the future or the next show. Uh, oh, yeah. Some common lefty L's. My greatest tool against uh, pharmaceutical product misinformation. And then in another video, uh, in the recommended field, it says, so I've got cancer, that same guy. And by the way, I went to this dude's YouTube channel. He does indeed have cancer. However, we're not one to make fun or wish ill on people. Uh, It appears to be something that can be taken care of. So he'll be fine. This guy will be fine. But this person... Uh, did consume the pharmaceutical product of significant relevance. And uh, yeah, this is a huge L. I hypocrite posting the, the massive L from this creator. But again, we don't wish harm on anybody here. Uh, we got class. Uh, <laughs> I hypocrite. I don't know why I highlighted this. Yeah, cancer mystery as cases rise among younger people around the world. Hmm, I wonder what could have happened uh, as of uh, 29th of March, 2023, that would cause cancer to rise. I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Yo, he'll be fine. That content creator will be fine. I watched the video. He's, he's going to be fine. Uh, so it's okay to laugh at his, uh, current misfortune just briefly. Uh, what every young uh, person who fears the jab must be told, uh, pharmaceutical expert Angus Delgish, 
I'm saying that dismantles beliefs uh, that have seen rates stall among the 1830. Okay, I'm not going to go over all that. I'm not going to go over all that. Oh, oh, dude, these are fucking comments. These are my bookmarks. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is posted earlier this month. Uh, uh, UCSD, uh, that's San Diego State, I think. Uh, feces swastikas were found in a residential dorm bathroom. We have no words for this vile. Well, we have no words for this vile hate. Uh, I do. Uh-oh, stinky. Poopy, someone did chew poopy swastikas in this bathroom at this college, and they appear to have smashed some uh, some items in there. Very stinky. I wonder who did it. I bet it was not a MAGA supporter. Oh, uh, from Sandman MGTOW, <laughs> we got a juicy L, massive simp L right here from this guy. Uh, so we got this uh, these young, adorable uh, high school teens on the left, and then they're all grown up on this image on the right. Uh, for whatever reason, the girl looks exactly the same, but the dude looks like he grew up and aged uh, considerably, even though the girl kind of looks exactly the same. Uh, it's going to be hard to read, but I'm going to read this text. Today, exactly seven years ago, I asked him to be the mother of my doll baby for a school project. She was my crush, but until that day... She had never spoken to me. We quickly realized we were great parents and named our doll Sophie. I told Kim one day we would have a real daughter and we would name her that. She laughed. It never crossed my mind that seven years later I would be holding Kim's daughter and would have the opportunity to support them as a stepfather. Thank you, Kim, for giving me a chance, even if it took seven years. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, uh, Kim. I know that the video is kind of blurry, but on the right, not when she was a teen. I'm looking at the the adult Kim. She's kind of cute, but uh, dude, come on, bro. What are you doing, man? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> uh, more streams like this. Hey, Mike. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it, man. Um, dude, it's just like the, the past few streams, like things were like really chaotic and uh, I didn't really like have a lot of control of the show and I was also like sick for one of them. But yeah, I've just been like more upbeat, you know, I'm just more ready. Uh, I, dude, I think it's these fucking puppets, man. Just something about the puppets. They're like giving me powers. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm like Mel Gibson in that, like the, the beaver movie when he goes like the beaver becomes him or something. Like he becomes the beaver. And now I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like walk around and just be like, yeah, this is me. This is me now, guys. And uh, yeah, yeah, step, yeah, step daddy. More like step dummy. Cultimus Maximus, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> dude, bro. It's like, yeah, dude, after we had our little project, she never talked to me again. She never looked in my direction. She, she never added me on fucking Facebook. But now, seven years later, the, the man, the father steps out and then he steps up. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, uh, uh, dude, what can I say? Paint the puppet green. Um, I am gonna be making. Uh, I am gonna be making a frog puppet, but the first puppet is not gonna be a frog, just because like I'm I'm testing the waters really quick, and I am gonna be utilizing a green screen for some of the skits. So I gotta test out some of the green fabric. So I don't know what kind of green the frogs will be. This is just foam. This isn't fabric, by the way. 
Um, the fo- this this specific puppet, he's gonna have like a Bart Simpson uh, skin color. Uh, so I guess it's like a white character, I guess. And uh, I do plan to make one that's uh, a Magic American. I don't know what I'm gonna call him. Probably like Tyrone or something. Um, but yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's go back. Let me see what other uh, what uh, what else do I have here bookmarked that that might be worth it. Turtle puppet. <laughs> uh, Walsh voted for. Oh, yeah, I already I already went over this. I don't know why I'm I'm holding on to these. I need to remove these. Um, Dick Masterson shitting on Matt Walsh. I already shit on Matt Walsh. Uh, again, I just disagree with him, but you know, it is what it is. All right. So yeah, it's basically it. Uh, how long did we go? An hour and 30 minutes. Wow. Great stream. A lot of fun. You guys are a riot. Uh, six hex and hammer puppet. I might, if one of them asked, you know what? I was going to message of uh, stone toss and I was going to ask him cause it'd be relatively easy to do. If I can make a puppet with like the likeness of one of his characters, I, I would need permission though. Uh, I wouldn't want to do something against like, you know, someone's like wishes and shit. And I don't want to like overstep and, you know, be a dick about it. But yeah, no, I, I just, I want to do something fun with the puppets too. Cause people love puppets and it would be done right. You know, you, you introduce puppets, like it's either done really well or done really poorly. Uh, there was that, that cop movie, like that, that buddy cop movie with the puppets and Melissa McCarthy. I forget what it was called. I think Jim Henson's literal son, he was like the director of it and it was like a total stinker. It was insanely un, like, just unfunny as hell. Just a terrible movie. And, um, and it was just, it was just awful. It's like, Oh dude, it's like, it's funny because like the puppets are saying the F word. Oh, the, the puppet jizzed on a woman's tits. You know, it's like, real, like, it, it's gotta be funnier than that. It's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be interesting. And they just don't do it that well. Um, what was the, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. They had puppets in that fucking hilarious. They did it right. Um, so yeah, uh, we went over everything. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And, um, I'll be uploading more content hopefully throughout the week. Again, it's just, it's going to be a busy week because I got people visiting, a lot of stuff going on. So until then, I appreciate everybody joining and supporting the show. Uh, links all in the description. And uh, I apologize for the hiccups in the beginning, but uh, r- the road shit is really getting on my nerves, man. It's really getting on my nerves. But for the most part, no issues as long as I don't open up the Road Central app. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace out.